You may be thinking that success comes from doing a great job but that's just not the case unless you're a lowly employee of a huge conglomerate. If you are, then please no insult but success means a completely different thing when all you need to do is turn up, do what's asked of you, and go home. Those skills are not what we are teaching here. Those skills, to labor the point, are about not rocking your boss's boat, being like 360 degree and keeping your home life insulated from your work life, called privacy. Then you would be better to study leadership from a communication viewpoint at the Charisma University. Their 30-day program shows you how to get on with people in a corporate space. But it is not about success as we define it. Now that's out of the way, we, those of you who want success in terms of your full life potential, will be keen to continue with the success formula. Yesterday we discussed the concept of mental focus. We acknowledge the concept that it is really important to know what you want in your life. Now, this is not generic ideals like stay healthy or fall in love, this is a specific service you'd love to deliver to yourself and others. Like be a professional athlete or own my own multi-million dollar business in health or change the world or put the heart and soul back into business globally. Success has to have a target because that target, long term, is what your subconscious mind uses to get you over speed bumps. If there is no clear and unchanging target, or if the target is written in such logical head-over-heart language that it's just a statement of fact, then the messaging is unclear to your subconscious and it, and only it, is accountable for getting you through the difficulties life might present. Seven years ago I got a tumor in my spine. Not cancerous but nasty bastard of a thing. It put me in and out of hospital for three huge mobility-threatening spine surgeries. But not once did I feel like being defeated, not once did I consider that I would give up on my chief aim. All I did in the hours of drug-loaded painful months was to reinvent the how, never the what. How you do what you do has infinite range of variables. What you achieve doesn't. Your chief aim in life becomes the personification of tireless energy. It works constantly, it never sleeps, even while you sleep your chief aim is going through your subconscious mind and it is busily engaged in repairing and rebuilding your body so you can do the work tomorrow to manifest what you asked it to do. The great lesson for you is to become strong enough in self-belief and mind control to embrace the opportunity, that if the subconscious mind translates each thought into action, then thought control is one of the great keys to success of life. If you possess it, the power to control your thoughts, you have automatically the power to control your actions. If you can control your actions, a life of possibility opens up in front of you. You think 24-7 and it never stops. That thinking goes to action but your thinking has to wade through a minefield of your feelings, emotions, beliefs and projections. It is not an easy path to negotiate. Lots of dead ends and roundabouts your thinking can take between think and act. Just ask an alcoholic how easy it is to say no in the morning and how hard it is to say no at night. Thinking can develop AI, artificial intelligence, it can form associations between actions, drinking, and people, family, and eventually shortcut through the logic layers and go straight to alcohol when near a family member or time of day, even though it isn't logical, healthy. This reveals the critical importance of mind control, the importance of controlled thinking, to any success formula. We recognize that whatever thought we allow to pass into the subconscious mind will be translated into action. This is why a thought has been described as an action in the process of becoming born. It is therefore conspicuous to you now that one of the principal reasons of failure in life is the inability to control one's emotions, feelings, and the thoughts behind them. Wrong thoughts reach the subconscious mind, these are translated into wrong actions and these bring failure and disaster in their path. These out-of-control thoughts include, judgment, complaint, moaning, blame, worry, anxiety, stress, hate, anger, jealousy, envy and fear. When the thoughts are uncontrolled, 
then the subconscious mind will act upon any thought or suggestion that may float in. Thoughts are born not only within our own consciousness, they are also received from without. Like a wireless apparatus which receives messages through vibrations in the ether, so does the human mind receive impressions from without. Especially close associates and family members. If we associate with positive, encouraging and big-thinking people they will help affirm our success. But small-minded, evil, negative, fearful, emotional, immature minds also form thoughts and suggestions that can become a part of the signaling system feeding your subconscious mind and lead to failure. Negative, fearful and angry thoughts impinge upon your consciousness and unless you are able to reject them they will enter the subconscious mind and bring forth an action in your life and conduct that in some way has nothing to do with you, and sabotages your aims and hopes. These can come from both yourself and others. A good example is the judgment a parent can have on their children even when they become a grown adult. I met my first wife when she and her girlfriend were hitchhiking along the road down at Aries Inlet in Victoria, Australia. I was driving and my two mates ended up with the two girls. Later at the pub we all shared too many drinks and that was the beginning of a relationship between my mate and his new love but the end of the other date between my soon-to-be wife and my other mate. Six months later I dated the Judy my soon-to-be partner and that was that. We fell, like children with new toys, madly in lust. We called it love. Judy's parents were none too happy that their 18-year-old daughter was dating a long-haired hippie and getting serious. Judy's father stamped his foot in rage and punched my face. Judy screamed and went to the back of the house, climbed out the window and we eloped. That was that. Her father's bitterness entered Judy's mind and turned on her parents. There was no way she would have considered eloping without his anger and bitterness entering her consciousness, not in a million years. If the thought be bad, no matter what the origin, then bad will result. If the thought is of weakness then failure will follow. No matter what the origin. And so, we must become strong. You cannot prevent the reaction once you have allowed someone else's or your own thoughts to enter your mind. Once you entertain the thought the path or action will result. In the same way if you entertain a good thought, a success action will result. If thoughts of success and power are dwelt upon, then success and power will be manifested in your life, and circumstances. It is this that rules the success of your life, therefore if you govern your thoughts and choose your environment you control your life. By environment I mean suggestions. Suggestions meet you at every turn. Kind friends with the best of motives suggest ill health to you when they remark on your pale skin color. They are well-meaning remarks if you look unwell or are you okay. But this will send a suggestion of sickness or mental illness and worry to your subconscious mind, which later manifests itself in real sickness in the mind or body. Your choice of reading materials also impacts auto-suggestion as well. Articles in your daily online searching for a better diet, how many people have COVID, and other topics can suggest illness to you. Even the advertisement suggesting that you may die from cigarette smoking or have kidney disease or worse, with the intention of saving your life can send messaging to your subconscious for action and causation. In one of my early occupations I visited asbestos cement factories all over Asia, many run by James Hardy and company the air was full of asbestos dust and Asian people were used to carry the dusty cancer-causing materials to make AC sheet. I had no idea, never wore a mask, didn't shower or wash my hands after handling the product. My lungs are perfect. But so many of the people I met died from asbestosis. Lung cancer and my feeling is they got sick because they found out that asbestos makes you sick. It's documented in the book The Placebo Effect. Amazing auto-suggestion. Advertisements in social media and online do their best to suggest evil to you. The internet and news are full of the sordid and dark side of life. They exaggerate every opportunity to display bad things and pain to sell insurance and headache pills. 
if the same person in online advertising does something good, no notice is ever taken of them. Therefore social media and news give an entirely jaundiced view of life. They call it, in the advertising world subliminal messaging. Convincing you to buy without you being conscious of the motive. They market through people's weakness directly to the subconscious, or subliminal, below thinking, mind. Product placements, violence, meanness, failure are all associated with remedies sold on social media and TV. Which if you do not have strength of thought, will produce evil action and attraction in your life. For every bad event reported in the news or in social media, 1,000 good actions go unrecorded. The world is full of great, amazing, inspirational, beautiful actions and gracious thoughts, and they can be seen and realized by those who look for them. This is the art of success formula and follows on the foot of winning mindset which I am covering under a different channel of video and audio training. Therefore, be very careful what news you watch, what media and social media you pay attention to, who you allow to influence your mind, react to, and what you read and how you read. Avoid reading about the evil, dark, crooked and bad side of life, instead, look for the good and you will find it. When reading your social media or newspaper devote your attention to the large things, those which will go down in history. Avoid that which is mean and petty, who got murdered and the gory details of how, then will you avoid unwholesome and dangerous suggestion and make it easier to have a success mindset. I have a neighbor and she's a good friend of mine. But she really really hates the world of big business and commercialization. As an example I mentioned to her about the zero alcohol beer athletes brew and she scowled that they were using sport and athletes to sell the product, a gimmick. I simply said hey you, take your hippie views somewhere else, they are a socially conscious company. I just didn't let her negative stuff into my mind. I blocked it with what's called a denial. I didn't get angry which is reactive and lets it in, I just blocked it with a denial. More about that technique later. Newspapers, periodicals and social media would have you believe that life is an unloving thing. Even some people who preach about spirituality and religion have described others with condemnation and cruelty to make out the world as a vile place. I get some people who don't like me trying to find fault in order simply to validate their dislike, based on fear, and negatively influence someone I am coaching. This is really dark. And it happens more than we care to witness. When I was in Canada I was asked to help a young woman who had spent significant time in mental institutions due to depression and self-harming tendencies. She had been certified by her family. I started work with her and my team in Canada and after only three weeks my team had her in a really strong space. Then her family refused to allow her to see my coaching staff. She was becoming too independent. You see, behind every mentally ill individual there are enablers, people who want to rescue them, people who try to influence the way others are. It's very subconscious. The point of all this is about privilege. You must withdraw from your mind the idea of like and dislike of others. Otherwise you are a weak-minded sponge ready to soak up both good news and bad. Bad news feeds the privilege of dislike and this is toxic to your success formula. Dislike feeds the subconscious with subliminal hate, anger, fear, negativity, doubt and creates the actions to follow them. The word like is not a privileged. It is a condition of success. Like is simply another word for appreciate or grateful. And when we imprison ourselves with dislike it means our bars of our cell are locked and bolted and we can only function from within the cell the world we like is bounded with the world we dislike. Mental strength means we break out of this minimizing prison of our mind and learn how to like even what we don't like. People will only trust a leader to the degree that their gratitude is reliable. There are opportunities to watch movies and online portrayals of accidents and things going bad as if this is a real insight to life's truth. Do not believe these wicked suggestions. Life is a gracious and lovely thing. It is full of beauty and love and peace and happiness.
Life is what we make it, we can make it sublime or we can make it an absolute hell. It is in our own hands. Therefore be careful what you read, be careful what you watch on television, be careful what you subscribe to on social media and most importantly be careful how you interact with other people. Like it all, deny the negative, find the beauty in everything. Because it really does exist. So many times I have been asked to sit at the bedside of a dying person whose family are watching them die with regret. I am asked to release that person from the guilt which is probably at the root of their illness. At least to bring peace before death. It is so easy to do what I do for them because I believe there is no evil that cannot be seen as beauty. It takes me an hour to help that passing person to see themselves in a beautiful way even though they have hated something they have done or not done to others. What makes me shake my head is that it took their imminent death to become open to witnessing the affirmative view of themselves. But I know, that why death exists. Otherwise we'd all be sociopaths. Success mindset includes this concept of viewpoint, and a deep recognition of the influence of reaction, dislike in our life. Avoid things that do not present life in a joyous and optimistic way. Avoid low-class scrappy reading. Avoid books that describe illness. Avoid books that are trendy and coming up with all sorts of statistics that have not been researched properly. Your mind can be influenced by anything you choose and it is wise to choose what influences your mind wisely. Read material that has stood the test of time. Read the beautiful poems, witness the brilliance of great artists and enjoy the humor of genius satirists. The writings of Mark Twain is a perfect example, an extraordinary art of witnessing humor as a means of staying positive and not reacting to dislikes. Seek the beautiful, the noble, the true, in your reading and social media and television viewing and in your fellow human beings, and you will be richly blessed and rewarded. How you might ask, can I escape all this harmful suggestion? I am conscious that there is evil in the world and in my life. I do not know what to expect next. How then can I get rid of evil and avoid all those harmful suggestions that impinge upon my consciousness from thousands of different sources? The answer is, by denials. I will speak of this in my next post.